Well, welcome to Public Health Out Loud. Public Health for the Public. Hi, I'm Dr. Jim McDonald. I'm Dr. Phil Chan. Welcome, everyone. So today, our, our episode's titled A Musician's Perspective. The pandemic is not music to my ears. So from Rhode Island to California, the pandemic has been particularly detrimental to livelihoods of musicians from coast to coast. So today we have two guests that can speak to their experience of navigating through the music industry in these troubling times. So we have Casey Cook, a native Rhode Islander who's now living in Los Angeles, and Mark Trachtenberg, who lives right here in Rhode Island. So Casey and Mike, I want to welcome you to Public Health Out Loud. Thank you. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. So Casey and Mark, why don't we just start with, with you, Casey? Casey, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and just tell us about, you know, where you're from and your involvement in the music industry? And Mark, heads up, we're going to go with the same question with you next. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Casey Cook. Um, I grew up in Rhode Island and I went to school in Nashville, moved to L.A. following graduation. Um, and I've been in L.A. for about five, five and a half years now. Um, I started out as just an artist and fell into songwriting along the way and so I've been writing for a lot of different people in the pop world and the electronic dance music scene um and so yeah that's what I do out here I'm a full-time musician um songwriter artist and pandemic's been tough (laughs) that's great so Casey thanks for that lead-in Mark what about you tell us a little bit about you please I also grew up in Rhode Island uh, made my way to New York for school, went to NYU, studied music there, music education. Um, and then I had a short stint in North Carolina with a, a original band I was in for a year, kind of toured around a little bit. And then I went back up to Rhode Island um, for a couple of years, played a lot of blues with a blues band, uh, did a bunch of other random music stuff, started to kind of learn how to do, you know, be in bands and um, work with other musicians who are kind of like-minded here in Rhode Island. Uh, then I went to New York after I got bored with Rhode Island, uh, and I started teaching kids piano, um, to make ends meet and doing gigs all, you know, at night, weekends, even weeknights, um, throughout the city. Uh, and then eventually started a program called Rock-A-Baby, for infants and toddlers and their grown-ups and that's just a uh, like a 45 minute rock and roll kids music class and we we were doing that in New York um, my wife helped me start it I uh, had a couple musicians working with me and for me in New York and then uh, 2010 uh, made it all the way back to Rhode Island and brought the uh, music classes with me great thank you both you know uh, just uh, to build off what Dr. McDonald was talking about you know, COVID has impacted uh, music in so many ways, and I, I'm just recounting endless discussions that we've had related to music. And part of it is um, uh, is the gatherings, right? Like a lot of times you need in-person gatherings for music. And then the other thing that we've just talked a lot about, at least on the public health side, is uh, does music, does certain acts of music itself spread COVID. And we've had endless discussions about, obviously, when you're singing, right, you're projecting your voice. And there's some evidence out there, of course, that singing or talking loudly or shouting uh, has a propensity to um, to spread uh, SARS-CoV-2, the, the cause of COVID-19. So, you know, we wanted to hear, I think, uh, uh, having some friends that are musicians uh, and hearing some personal stories, I think uh, that COVID has especially hit some of the musicians uh, the hardest here. But uh, 
why don't you share maybe Casey first? Why don't uh, each of you share a little bit um, how the pandemic specifically has affected you and your ability to to be creative, to deliver your music to the audiences? I think that's sort of the big question here. Sure. I mean, I think for a lot of artists, um, you know, you write the music and you release it, but there's always a show centered around that release and a promotion around it. And because we don't have that, we're trying to find other means and other means are mainly TikTok is, is the new big thing that everyone's doing to promote their music. And it's amazing. Like I've had a lot of friends um, have success with it, just being active and being consistent on TikTok and on social media and releasing music because there is so many people listening to music now. It's almost a really good time to release now that we've been in this and we realize that it's not really completely going away. So we're in this for a little bit longer. People are starting to reevaluate their own release plans and say, okay, well, if this is all we got, if streaming is really all we got, like, let's, let's figure out a game plan to get this music out. Um, myself included, um, you know, I'm, I'm writing for a lot of different artists. And so they've pushed their releases back, which has been tough because, you know, it's part of what I'm doing as well. Um, and so at the end of the day, you're looking at yourself, like, what do I have to show for this year? Um, and so I think a lot of people are reevaluating what they can do um, and just adapting to the current climate. Um, I know for a lot of people, the shows thing is definitely drastically affecting them. Like people that are only touring, they're losing tons of income because that's their main source. And also just, you know, rising artists in general, building in those show departments and the festival department is a huge way of marketing yourself and really exploiting your talent. So there's a, there's a lot of people hurting right now, but I think, you know, if you, if you can release the music and find a, a game plan around that, I think that's, I think that's everyone's best avenue at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, Mark, how about yourself? Uh, yeah. Casey kind of nailed it. You know, the, the whole industry has been decimated, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta play gigs if you're a musician and uh, whatever form that gig is, it's dried up. I mean, I, I'm in a wedding band, canceled all the gigs this year. We're probably not going to start going back until next uh, June, May, maybe if, uh, if we're lucky. Um, and that's a lot of income for, you know, for wedding, you know, cover bands, wedding bands, party bands, that kind of thing. That's a, that's a life's, you know, yearly income. So um, that's been really hard for my friends and, and me, me personally, but my wife has a great job. So I'm pretty lucky, uh, in that department, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's gone. There's no gigs and, and, uh, you got it. Like Casey said, you got to turn it around. You got to make your videos. You know, everyone did those square videos at the beginning of, um, COVID where you'd have your friends who are in your band or other musicians that, you know, you'd all record your parts separately and then someone would edit that video and music and put it all together and you'd see all those little squares, just like on this Zoom meeting here, we can see the four of us. Uh, that's the same thing you'd do, except it would take a lot more uh, know-how and um, planning to kind of make that happen. So there, there's ways around it, but it is gone. Bad, bad, bad times. Yeah, yeah, it, it is gone. It will come back though, right? It, it is gonna come back. We I think that's one of the big points. There's, there's gonna be music again, the way we used to have it. Yeah, we're hopeful. I have friends who um, who went online, you know, and we I did too in a way. But I have friends that they had no gigs. It was last what was it this past March or April, 
And people started taking their guitar onto Facebook Live and asking for Venmo donations and tips. Um, and it works for some people. Um, it's been working for me and my wife. We do something called We'll Do It Live, which is like a piano bar thing from our living room. We started doing that on Saturday nights. And there, there's ways to make a little bit of cash, um, but unless you have a huge following, that's gonna be really hard to do. You know, when you're used to the, the bride paying you 400 bucks or something for a couple hours, you know, this doesn't come close. Right. I mean, until there's a vaccine that's, you know, I mean, my, what I'm thinking is Memorial Day in Rhode Island is when I think things are going to be back to better than what they used to be. That would that'd be a good time. Yeah. Right. That, well, it's my it's my speculation that when you think about vaccine availability and the number of people getting it, I think by that time it would make sense. So summer in Rhode Island is pretty awesome anyway. So it's wedding so season. Me, it is wedding season. And I, I think 21, I, I know 21 would be a lot better than 20. So oh, yeah. Casey and Mark, let me go with another question. Just to, uh, This is something I'm just curious about. Have any events in your lifetime ever affected music to this degree in the past? I, you know, I know it's a, it's a large open-ended question, but Casey, we'll start with you first. But like, I don't know, where does this stand as a life-marking event for you? Is, is part of where I'm going from. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I started questioning, is the music industry even important? And that's a horrible thing to say, but, you know when something like this happens and, and you are just questioning what is the timeline when what is the end game here where are we actually going how long are we going to be in this you start questioning like your own ability to do your job um because yeah i don't know maybe that's a little depressing but it's something you think about because hang in there casey you're gonna be all right <laughs> no but it's real i mean i, I think that it's is real. so real it's real. And I think that's where it's not just you. I mean, I think that's good. Like if you want a restaurant right now, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And, it, you know, I think this gets to same thing with a hotel. I mean, there's so many industries that are just literally just seeing it fall away right? because you just can't function. And I think there's something so frustrating about I want to work. I can work. I love to work and I can't work. And yeah. it's so beyond your control. I mean, and so, Mark, let me throw that same question to you, though. Like in your lifetime, anything compared to this at all? Or is this a whole new era? No, this is a once in a century event. I mean, nothing would, nothing will compare to this for another hundred years. This, this, like I said the word before, it decimated everything. Mm -hmm. All the businesses out there that you can think of got hit some, some way or another. Um, so, you know, nothing, nothing has come close to this. I've, I've played music my whole life. Um, I've taken breaks from music for short periods of time, but this is, um, this is heartbreaking. This is heartbreaking mm -hmm. for my friends. This is heartbreaking for fans of music. Um, people who love to see live music, you can't go out to a gig. It's, it's not just our side of it. It's not just the musicians, but it's the people who want to see Billy Joel at Fenway Park. It's the people who want to go to a small local club to see an indie band come through. Uh, that can't they can't get that and so like inspiration is down uh aspiration is down you know we don't have um there's there hasn't been anything like this in our lifetime i'm sure of it, it it's so interesting yeah. you say that though because i think about there's such a healing power to live music in some ways you oh, know, yeah. when you're in a concert you're sharing this life experience it's awesome right and yeah everybody's having a great time and it's something about there's something about this just corporate endorphin rush that everybody's going through right now when you're in a live concert which we can't do that now and it's really I think it's hard because as humans, we're so social. We want to hang out with each other and music is such a great way to share it, right? Yeah, yeah, that too. That too. I mean, the social aspect of just going to a concert or just getting together with friends, like it's good for your psyche. It's good for the human condition to be with people. And I think that's really taking a toll on a lot of people. Like 
the Zoom sessions are great. Like, you know, at least we can see face to face and hear, and I'm grateful for technology in that aspect, but we, we got to get away from the screen. We, we have to be <laughs> yeah. people, you know? I'm Gotta so sick it. of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So thank you for that. I just want to, you know, it makes me sad. And I was sort of feeling it while you were talking, Casey, about, you know, people like yourself giving up music. And I mean, I think for for most, all of us, you know, music is such an important part. It's it's what sets our mood. It's what gets, you know, gets us out of a depressive mood at some times and can lift us up, can, you know, reminiscing about things. And I was just sort of uh, reminiscing myself about uh, how music can do that. So it, it is sad not to hear stories like that, but I guess just to offer a quick piece of hope. I think we're almost through it. Um, you know, vaccines will be here next week, um, which is exciting. So definitely, you know, you know, let's keep our head up here and uh, hopefully yeah. this will be a distant memory, but. Uh, there is a flip side to it though. There's the whole aspect of having to uh, learn something new, learn your way around mm -hmm. the problem. And, um, you know, even though we're stuck on these screens and everything, there are new things that come from it. You know, there's, there's people creating these kinds of new videos out there. Um, there's working with your friends from long distance. There's getting into technology, learning new programs. Um, th there's another side to it that's okay during the pandemic. Um, but everyone is going to breathe the biggest sigh of relief when we can play together and jam. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say that definitely for sure. Like learning a new craft. Like I had yeah. to learn how to record myself because I relied on producers and writers that I worked with to, you know, help me out with that. And I was like, okay, this is the time. This We're locked in. Let's do it. Yeah. Got new gear, yeah. got, got my recording device, figured out what to do. And now at least I have a base of, of, learning from where to go from here. So I'm, I am grateful for that. Thank you for sharing that. In fact, that was going to be one of my next questions is mm -hmm. what, 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 is there anything good that's come out of this pandemic? And I think some of what you're talking about, and I'm reminded of most, right, is that we tend to grow most when we're challenged and we've all been challenged in different ways during the pandemic. But um, I, I think you're both touching on the fact that, you know, some good can come out of these difficult circumstances. Yeah, definitely. I had to learn Adobe Premiere Pro, uh, making awesome videos for kids and babies and their families. It was actually really fun to learn. It, it was not, it's a pretty intuitive program. And as long as you have time, which we all have tons of, um, you can get into that. You know, there's a million YouTube videos. If I want to like add an overlay and I didn't know how to do that on day three, I just go to YouTube and find uh, you know, someone telling me in, in three minutes or less how to do your overlay and how to make your thing more flashy. And so Premiere Pro learned that, uh, you know, amped up my the sounds in my um, Pro Tools kit. You know, you, you find a way. Musicians, people find a way. Yeah, you have to adapt in these conditions. If you're not, if you didn't learn anything new in this time, it's like, we had an entire year, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> there's no excuses anymore. I mean, we have so many resources at our fingertips on these screens and we can learn anything we want. We have a, a full encyclopedia. We can learn anything we want. So I yeah. think, I mean, if anything, learning <clears throat> is, has been huge for a lot of people. I mean, I know friends that have taken up new languages and learned just new skills of business. And, you know, it's like, we never have this time ever so yeah learn learn new recipes i've been cooking more i've been cooking oh, yeah. like it's it's not it's bad but it's you know you just try to look at the bright side of things and say what can i do to make myself happy day to day 
because that's really what it comes down to, you know? Yeah, that's a good point, Casey. I, um, I think it's important for people to know out there that you, you don't have to just stick to your guns. If you're a musician, you may have been devastated by what happened. Uh, you got, got no income, you're on unemployment, you're doing whatever you can, cook something, learn how to cook, learn, you know, like what you were saying. And, and I have too, I've done tons of other things. I'm reading a ton, I'm listening mm-hmm. to, I'm listening to long form music again that I haven't done since like college, like classical music and jazz. And, I'm listening to classical too. <laughs> you know, there's, you've got time on your hands. Yeah. Um, the only flip side to that is I think there's like a, a component of mental health that goes under the radar with this kind of stuff where we can easily say from our, our, our perspectives here, um, oh yeah, you got all the time in the world, you can do whatever you want, you, there's no excuse. But at the same time, you know, mental health does play a role and, and it is hard sometimes, yeah. there's an ebb and flow. I can have like one straight month every single day or every, you know, five days a week, just hitting hard with the Premiere Pro and the Pro Tools and everything, you know, making videos, making music. And then mm-hmm. I just shut down. I'm either burnt out or the pandemic's got me down or I'm worried that unemployment's gonna run out and my mind just goes into, you know, hell hell area. So I got my first antidepressant on, during the pandemic. I mean, but that, that's honest and I think that's real. I think that's happened to a lot of people though. I think really yeah. you're living with the world that's happening around you, it, it affects everybody. You know, I, I know anxiety's up across you know, the country, depressions up across the country. It's hard. It's hard not to just sort of acknowledge that, of course, this is affecting our mind and our spirit and our bodies. It just, it, it's really overwhelming at times, I think, for everybody. But it, it kind of makes me look more towards the future because I think that, you know, we do see hope on the horizon here. So, you know, I'm just thinking about there's things you've learned during the pandemic. So I'm just curious, how do you think anything you've learned during the pandemic will affect the way you perform in the future? Do you see yourself doing things differently in the future that, you know, maybe a positive that come out of this? I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? Casey, we'll start with you and then go to Mark. Well, specifically for me, like just learning how to record has been the biggest thing for me because now I can sit at home and, you know, go through my ideas that I've been harboring away and I'm actually putting it towards my artist project now like I'm actually writing for myself again which has been really nice I haven't written just myself in a really long time I've always been co-writing with other people and so my influences have been different and now I'm finally you know focusing in on myself again which is which has really been kind of cool um and challenging of course but it's been a it's been a good challenge and I think that you know, just just having those skills can really benefit for the future. Um, I'm not going to have to rely on all these different producers to do my stuff um, every second. Um, and I think that's just going to build and, and grow from that. Um, but also just, yeah, having the time to, to focus on my own artist project has been huge. Um, and I think my plan now is to roll out that music finally. Um, I've been sitting on so much music and trying to figure out what I should do with it. Am I going to pitch it? Am I going to just be the songwriter or no, I think I'm actually finally going to be this artist that I've been wanting to be that I haven't had the time for. And yeah, so it's coming. It's coming. It's great. Yeah. That is great. Thank you. Mark, how do you respond to that? What do you say? Um, Actually a pretty weird thing happened for me as a musician uh, over the pandemic. So I play the piano um, and I sing. And I do this kids thing and I do the, the wedding band thing. Um, 
but I've never done a piano bar. Like I've never gone into had a gig solo at a piano bar where I'm playing songs, taking requests, you know, Billy Joel, Elton John, all that stuff. Um, never did that before. Kind of always thought like, okay, I could try that one day. Um, and then in the first couple weeks when we locked down, I think it was like two weeks in or something, I picked up, you know, my, my charts and I started playing through and singing through alone. And then my wife, who is also a great singer, um, and we've never done anything together as far as musician stuff goes. Um, she, she came down, she started singing with me at the piano and we were like, hey, let's, um, let's do this like thing for our friends on Facebook Live. So we started doing that and it was really, really fun. Um, people were responding to it like gangbusters. They were, it, w- the feedback that we were getting was, guys, you got to keep doing this. Like every Saturday night, you're developing a community. We're having so much fun. We all bring a drink. We all, uh, we make our requests and you play them and you're goofy and you're silly and you guys are having so much fun together. It was heartwarming. Um, it was just a really positive response. And I had never done a piano bar before. So mm-hmm. this was like a really safe way. There was literally no one in front of me, just a piano and a camera. So I didn't have to you know, worry about whatever that uh, give and take is that a musician has that there's sort of a little bit of a fear um, playing when you have that live audience with you and you're playing that song for the first time that's like cut in half when you have the video up instead um, and then um, I think taking this into the next phase after the pandemic is kind of uh, you know shifting away <laughs> I don't know the right way to say it because I don't think it's ever going to be fully gone Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when things start to get back to normal, I'm really considering getting gigs at uh, piano bars and, and trying my hat in the ring with that kind of thing. Could be fun. That's awesome. That's yeah, so cool. It's, it's a time to experiment now. So yeah. this, this particular experiment was fun, worked out, and I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. Well, thank you both for sharing that. Um, it's great to hear how creative you've been and uh, kind of working your way through this, I think, as we all are. But uh, thank you for sharing. I think we wanted to ask, uh, if you had one message to your audience, what would it be? And I'll add on to that, if people wanted to find out more about you, where could they go? Maybe Casey first and then Mark? Um, yeah, uh, question for my audience. Are you ready for a lot of music? Because <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I think my main question would be, you know, what, what is everyone looking forward to out of the songs coming out? Like, are they, are they wanting that fun, carefree vibe or do they want to kind of be in this, I don't know, revelation of what's, of what's happening? Kind of a weird question, but do people want to go back to that carefree and hear that on music or do they want to kind of hear the experience of what we're going through right now. If people wanted to, to find out more about you, where can they look? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on all socials. It's just I am Casey Cook, I-A-M-C-A-S-E-Y-C-O-O-K. Uh, that's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. My website's IamCaseyCook.com. So check out what I've been up to. And I feel very blessed to have had so many releases come out this year, actually. And there's a lot coming out next year that I'm so over the moon about. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be an exciting time. I'm, I'm hopeful. So yeah. Casey, what are some of your releases you've had this year? 
Um, I had some big EDM releases, which I was really excited about. I had a tritonal cut. I had a Marcus Scholes cut. I recently just had a Zach Martino cut with my friend um, Luma on the record. And there's a lot more in store. Um, yeah, good for I'm, you. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I still remember when you were on Songland and did your song Judgments. Oh, yeah. I, I just have to say, I don't know why songs are that are on the radio. I love that song. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So um, if I had a message for, is the message for the musicians out there or, or just people? Yeah, what, should, what would be your message for your, for your fans and, and audience out there? And uh, similar, similarly, how, uh, how can people look you up if they want to find out more about you? Sure. Um, the message is um, nobody's given up. We are going to make music. Uh, if you're a musician out there, you got to give yourself a break when you need to and get back into it when you can find a new path if you need to. Um, and if you want to look me up, you can go to on Facebook for those Facebook live shows. You can go to we'll do it live piano without the apostrophe in the word wheel. Uh, that's on Facebook for Facebook live shows. And then our um, Rock Baby classes, those will start again next year at some point, hopefully. But also we have like tons of videos that we made all summer long. Um, you can go to rockababymusic.com and check out all the videos there and audio. We're on Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Uh, look up Rock Baby Music classes if you want to find that. That's great. I mean, this has been fun chatting with you. I can't believe our time has flown by so quick. It just, yeah. but you know, as we draw our time to close a little bit, I think, you know, one of the things I've just really picked up on is, you know, you two both symbolize, I think, in some ways, how you've been so affected by the pandemic, but you don't sound down and out. You sound like, you know what, we're fighting, we're keep going, we're, we're going hard, and the future's not going to be anything more than just what I'm going to make it, you know, and I think your optimism and your resilience is really admirable, noteworthy, and quite frankly, what I think a lot of the country needs right now is just a fair amount of like optimism and resilience. Because you know, as, as tough as times are right now, they're not forever. You know, this is a season of our life. It's really not just uh, it's not our permanent life. So I think there's yeah. a lot more to look forward to. Dr. Chan, you always like to give us that final word. What is your final word for us today, Dr. Chan? Yeah, so thank you, uh, Casey. Thank you, Mark, for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Uh, in closing, I leave everyone with a moment of Zen, something we do on our show here to consider throughout the rest of your day. And here it is from the Buddha. Set your heart on doing good. Do it over and over again, and you will be filled with joy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.